Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Five minutes late. What the fuck? What do you mean? We st- I started the thing, the countdown five minutes. Anyways, oh, welcome back, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Arguing so, over what time. So we Rick was five minutes late. Thank you. No, I started the countdown <laughs> at exactly nine o'clock. All right, all right. Dude. I've done that like seven different times. Anyways, welcome back to the DJ Live podcast. One as month, always, one month hiatus, and we are back. Thank was you. it really one month? I think so. That's the thirteenth. It's been we did the week before uh, collective. That so. was that. Yep, it's been a month then. Anyways, anyways. We're, we're back with the DJ Life podcast. We have um, Eric Maziel, aka the the dude with glasses. Are those new glasses? I, they are. They're Burberry, actually. They're Ooh. my first pair of designer sunglasses, or not sunglasses, but glasses ever. And I can't believe I've been cheaping out this whole time because I wear them every day. It was worth the extra dollars every since the word. Anyways. Yeah. We're, we're back with oh look 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 there we go low stacks yeah, we heard got the, the audio heard coming that. in <laughs> um anyways uh today we have dj low stacks aka uh logan smith with us on the dj life podcast all the way from um that state up north where are you from again <laughs> michigan michigan what is michigan i've heard the of team that they kicked our asses here. <laughs> the state um i was getting i was getting the uh I was getting the YouTube fired up so I could see the comments. Yeah, I'm opening the YouTube New, on my phone, the too. The newly That's what I was doing married, too. newly officially married. I know, and he had, like, superstar DJs. I what know, is right? With, dude, you guys are... You had Nate Nelson? So, I, won't, I won't say, but I know some other people that are doing similar things, but me... That's true. I'm fucking just, like, <laughs> I'm pulling the staff. I'm like, y'all are DJing my wedding for free because you're going to be there anyways. Like, um, how was it? Tell us about your wedding. Yeah, how was how was the whole thing? Well, let's put it this way. So I had a one of my cousins, his girlfriend was there. She's never been to a wedding in her life. The next morning at breakfast, my aunt asked her, Hey Haley, what'd you think of the wedding? And she says, It was epic. Epic. I so mean this is the first wedding this girl's ever been to. So I feel like I'm I feel so bad because like no wedding she ever goes to is gonna be Right, right. You can't go to a DJ's wedding, especially yeah. one that like flies in the big guns. You know, <laughs> like like my wedding is not gonna be epic like yours. It'll be fun for sure, but it's not gonna be like that. You know. Yeah, and I, I, my group of friends like they, we all we like we rage. So it was it was great. Like there was there was not one single slow song played. There was, I mean, I came in with a. CO2 cannon strapped to my back. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like a yeah. slow song. I like a slow song here did you, and there. Did you play some it adds some dances. dynamic. I, well, here's the thing, though. There w- really wasn't a an opportunity to play a slow song because there was just people going crazy for three hours. So 
I don't know. I don't I don't blame him for not playing the slow song. He said he didn't get a request for one either. So if he would have got a request and he would have been like, Hey Logan, can I play a slow song? I'd be like, Yes, you can play a slow song. Did you do but, any any creative, unique things that you think that don't happen at weddings? Other than a CO two um, can strap your back. So yes, a couple things. So ceremony wise, Nate does this really cool thing with the vows where he does like questions from the song Twenty One Questions. So that's kind of kind of cool. Um, Shayna iced me literally I as soon as so she got to fucking pissed. As soon as she <laughs> got to the as soon as she got to the front of the aisle, she like acts like she's gonna hand me her bouquet, and I'm thinking, why are you handing me your bouquet? And then a, a freaking Smirnoff slides out from oh, behind the bouquet, and I'm like, oh, she got me. So literally, very start of the ceremony, I had to drink a Smirnoff ice. Um, instead of a unit, see, everything revolves around alcohol, though. So instead of a unity, <laughs> instead of a unity candle or unity tree or tying a knot or any of that bullshit, we did a unity shot. So we took a shot together. That was our unity thing. Uh-huh. Um, also, after the introductions, we went right into a 15 minute dance set, which that's like ne- never happens where i'm at like it's usually introduction right into cake or first dance or toast that's some new jersey whatever yeah so we did and it it like threw everybody off it was super cool um i had i had a buddy of mine perform the first open dancing song so he's a hip-hop slash r&b artist so i had him uh if you want to look him up it's cast g on instagram cast g oh on instagrams instagram spotify apple music all that stuff so I had him perform the opening dance floor song. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of it. We had two photo booths, two salsa booths. Um, we did one thing that was really cool that I've only seen at one other wedding before, and we did a uh, a crossword puzzle, and it was it was questions that uh, per- pertained to to us. Yeah. So we did like everything, everything from like childhood questions for each of us that only like her side of the family would know or only my side of the family would know like that type of stuff. And then some questions that kind of pertain to, to both of us. Mm. So that, that was kind of cool. Um, I, and I had saw that at a wedding, like probably a month prior to, to our wedding. And I was like, we should definitely do that. That crossword puzzle thing. That was cool. Yes. Yeah, I saw that on a real once and I thought that was kind of clever. Yeah. And like they that. had a dry erase marker so that they could remove <clears throat> them when they were wrong and stuff. Yeah, so I actually bought a <clears throat> excuse me. So I bought a dry erase board and we tried to cut the stuff out with like the silhouette, but the stickers wouldn't stick to the dry erase board. <laughs> so we ended up buying uh we ended up going to um just like the FedEx store or whatever and having them printed on like foam it was like this yeah. foam board type stuff. Cool. Yeah. It worked though. Someone said or Brian my friend Brian said, uh, the wife made me dump sand in a bottle for some reason. Uh, those little like ceremonies within the ceremony. The eh, unity. Cool, unity. I guess. But like, yeah. so I was at my future cousin's wedding. So future wife's cousin, whatever. Um, and they like had this like bags of fertilizer on everyone's seat when you sat down for the ceremony. You mean and then rice? D- no, it was literally it was a bag of fertilizer or like dirt or some shit like that. And 
fucking whatever. And during the ceremony, there's like a tree and you had to like walk up and order and like dump the thing. It took so goddamn long, dude. I was literally like, oh my God, this is fucking Wait, did you do so a did you stupid. do a ring warming ceremony where they pass the ring around to all and we can't continue the ceremony until the ring gets <laughs> all the way? I've done this at two weddings now. It's fucking it takes forever. I've but, seen it. I've had it, I've had it happen to me once, but only once. Oh, one thing that we do that's kind of cool, and actually we found this on on TikTok or Instagram or something. But um, when when Nate announced that it was a unplugged ceremony or whatever, he asked everybody to get it out of their system, pull their phones out, take a selfie of themselves, and text it to either me or Shayna. So I have I want to make a reel of it, but I have like pictures of just about everybody. That's cool. from the ceremony selfies so that's kind of cool that is cool nice how was nate when you all right so before you answer it's funny uh, sometimes i'll think about like these they're big name guys in the event world you know um and in my opinion i mean nate's definitely i before you even answer i know he was awesome but him joe bun you know nick spinelli nick spinelli janet whatever the whoever it is Yanni, uh, yeah, Yanni. G- DJ Yanni. It's like, are we really doing something that is like reinventing the wheel? Or did he no, do think... anything? I- I'm not trying to talk shit about Nate Nelson. Obviously, Nate Nelson is my homie. Well, he's already all pitched day. like two or three things that he that are really freaking cool that he did. Let's hear him. Did That's you... what I want to hear. He just talked about them. Oh, well, well other, like, like the, the cell yeah. phone thing and the air doctions, like just little 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 things. Here but and there. was yeah. that his idea? Well, I mean, um, the the twenty one questions thing was yes. The cell phone thing was our idea. But let me tell you a, a piece. Here's a little snippet of him thinking on his feet, like ridiculously well. So, our obviously the introduction was like a huge. It was very important to me, mm-hmm. right? So I wanted to make sure that the introduction was just awesome. So I had like the CO2 canon. We had two separate songs. So like a wedding party came in. So wedding party came into um, Grove Street, Grove Street party. Uh-huh. So, hey, it's a party. Yeah. It's a party. It's a party. Yeah. So wedding party comes into that. And then I made a custom edit of um, Pursuit of Happiness that mm-hmm. starts out with I'll be on the Pursuit of Happiness. Like it basically starts out at that verse. Um, but then it has the same drop as the original. So I just swapped the... I just swapped the two verses. Uh Um, But anyway, so everybody comes out to Grove Street. Well, one of the bridesmaids drops a freaking glass in the dance floor and it shatters. So we have to like press pause. And it's supposed to be like this crazy epic, like high energy. Like they come in, then our song drops, we come in, then we go into a 15 minute dance set. Well, obviously all that gets paused. Uh, The way that Nate went about it was actually pretty epic. Like he kind of let the song play out. And he right off the bat he announced he goes, well, uh, it's usually a, it's usually a sign that it's going to be a good party when someone breaks a glass, or like just kind of kind of played it off or whatever, and then talked his way through it. So he like stayed on the mic instead of just letting it kind of dissipate. Right. He kind of stayed on the mic, which it was actually really quick. So as soon as the glass got broke, um, the you know day of coordinator from the venue ran out there, swept it up. Like it was probably. 15 20 seconds and it was done but to me it felt like three minutes because i'm standing out in the hallway like sweating bullets i got the co2 cannon in my hand a 20 right. pound tank on yeah. my back yeah like <clears throat> ready to run in and i can't see any of this so oh aaron you little prick 
Oh, Who is he's, this he's in the chat. Oh, he showed up before fucking nine fifty. Yeah, Aaron normally is literally like when the last five minutes. He's like, "Hey, what's up, guys? You still <laughs> on?" Think we're like, so cool, Aaron Strawn. <laughs> yeah, hope your mustache freezes up there in Minnesota. <laughs> um. Oh, that's fucking awesome, though, man. I hope that mine is even a quarter of that, honestly, because I, uh, my fiance is taking the whole thing into her own hands. I, I've opted out of most of the decision making and planning. I, I will be making a custom edit for le- literally every single custom. The special song will be a custom edit, no matter what. There's just no chance that I won't. Um, but she's choosing most of that also, except the introduction song. I was very like, listen, I'm going to choose that one because you don't get it. <laughs> like, you know, they're going to choose one of those like a 24K magics, like the mediocre songs that. Yeah. She was, or not, she a would, song that's not even. I already hype. know her. I mean, obviously, I know her. She would choose like all the small things yeah probably. which is not that really would probably high choose what she chooses which is good fine. song but not high energy to yeah. run into i want like a fucking like a dr dre song with just like dun, so dun, much of the f word all of a sudden just <laughs> ring, like punching dong, you in the fucking face ring, 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 yeah ding, yeah i want I, what like inward with a gun that's what yeah, i want yeah. you know <laughs> like I don't know if you know that song. I low-key want to get, like, every aspect of the venue involved in terms of lighting so that, like, introductions is, like, all the lights go out and then just, like, the base of the system is just so loud that it's, like, boom, boom, boom. That's it. Like, just, like, like almost like an arena introduction sort of. It's funny to think about, Subs aren't allowed. Subs are not allowed at the venue that I was at. If they would have been, it would have been way Mm. better. But that's part of the reason why I bought the Evox 12. Because you got because, 15s. Yeah. And I ha- so we had two Evox 12s and two J8s. So oh, it you was used, like, them, used them all together? That's it enough. was like surround sound. Oh, yeah. yeah it was like, like surround sound. That's so what I, I cornered, was, yeah. yeah. So the so if you, if you picture the layout, like you, the head table was here. DJ booth was here with the two speakers. One mm-hmm. J8 was in this corner, and then another J8 was over in the other corner. Because the, the room's kind of like a weird L. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a fat L, actually. But no, um, not like a loss, guys. Just like no, 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 a literal no, no, L. No. Right, right. No. Not the hipster um, term. But yeah, so we had four. So yeah, I was using the... We were like running... Used the IEM and ran the, the J8's satellite. But yeah, if I could have, I would have brought the Base Boss 18s and just... Just destroyed it. But we, we brought the lights down. Because we were going into the dance set, we brought the lights down. I had movers on tote i just had two movers on totems plus the astera tubes and then we had 24 wireless up lights so it was it was it was lit so i got a logistics question because i saw nate's story you setting up some of the stuff in the morning so how how like i'm basically they used all your gear right but like yeah were were you setting up everything with your team or they just kind of the like how'd you work that out with Nate? we tag teamed it so um mike Mike Easter, DJ Mike Holiday, like he was one of my ushers. He's also one of our DJs. You guys have met him. Mike, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he, um, he was one of the ushers at the wedding. So he he helped like praise him because he knows my my equipment and so he helped he helped set up a lot of it. Which obviously Nate and Nate and Peter, I mean they they were fine. Like they they were they had no problem. So mm-hmm. I let them kind of. <clears throat> take charge of it but we got we got everything like basically set up and then they did all the like fine tuning like making sure the movers were you know positioned correctly 
you know, as far as the show shows went and like all that stuff. So that, hmm. that, uh, that all went fine. And then I already had, you know, we used just white for the uplighted color. So that was just already pre-programmed and, uh, well, we tried to use show express. We ended up using, um, sound switch. So I had my laptop running sound switch in just, just their, uh, whatever they're called, the, the pre pre done shows, which was, which was fine. I mean, it, it worked fine. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, the, Peter Peter had the um, the Asteras. He was controlling those off the yeah. iPad, so he was running the like. Here's one thing that I like that I think was like next level about this, is he was constantly on the iPad controlling the Asteras, and controlling the touch mix, touch mix. So, like if the dance floor died down, he'd pull the volume down. If a song was just too loud or too quiet, he'd bring the volume up or down. Or he was like constantly tuning the room. Oh, so he was acting night. like a front of house almost. Oh, he was yeah, the whole night. Yeah, he had the iPad the whole night. Like he's like at, in line at the bar for a drink, and he's like messing around with the sound. Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting. You never yeah. that I, I don't think I've ever heard of or seen like where the assistant is messing at all with the sound profile of the room or anything like that. Right. Like it's normally the yeah. DJ is the one fucking with that. Yeah. Well, I think because I mean Nate was behind the speakers, Peter's in front of it hearing yeah. it. You know, if it got down, like, I think it, the, the, if I can remember correctly, I mean, obviously I was a little inebriated, but I don't, I don't recall there ever being less than like 15, 20 people on the dance floor. So, and the dance floor wasn't very big, mm-hmm. but like in those moments, you know, you pull the sound down a little bit, whatever, just kind of tune, just tune it to what's going on. And just like controlling the stairs, like every time a song would drop, boom, strobes, you know, like just, he was, he was on, on it. it. Like that was, I, and I've never been able to do that. Like, if I know a drop's coming, like I'll just reach up to the, the iPad and you know hit it, hit strobe or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that was definitely a little bit eye opening of like how how nice it would be to have somebody that could just do that for me all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did cool. you uh, did you dance the whole time or like did you oh, get dude, back behind the decks the or day. really? I DJ I DJ three songs. <clears throat> That's all I did because I said I'm not I'm not gonna DJ. One of my others got other guys got on that is pretty good at scratching. So he got on and like did like a quick like little one minute routine. And afterwards, Nate was like, "I need to work on my scratching." Uh. <laughs> uh, but other than that, no, I got on and I dropped like three songs back to back. Um, but I like quick mixed it, so I was there for like maybe five minutes tops. Just getting your photos of them. Did uh? <laughs> yeah. Did he play yeah. the wobble? No. No. Man. No line dances, no slow songs. YMCA, no, no, no line dances, no Michigan slow fights. Song. <laughs> I'm a no. fan. I'm a fan of the wobble. I I be wobbling. You know what I'm saying? I can just, see you just like. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, you, that's like the weekend. You need move, move, I was about to say moving like Bernie or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um. Anyways, well, that's wedding great. Yet, yet again. I hope my wedding can only be as even half as epic as that. Um, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll Rick, save the Rick day. Will, Rick I'll, will be there when your DJ starts ter- like going terrible. I'll just jump on there I for didn't, you. I didn't invite any out of towners. If Rachel is not aware that you are a homie, then you did not make the invite list because I did not have anything to do with any of that. And I barely know Rachel, so yeah, I yeah. think well, I've met I mean, her. She know you live. I've met two her less than ten away, times, though. Yeah, literally met her in well, person. Literally, like my the best friends that I've known since the day I was born have met her less than ten times. So that's oh. fine. 
So just in general, no one ever gets the no Rachel. I'm a private. I'm just a private dude. I just I don't know. Whatever. I just don't mix uh, groups. Whatever. Um. So, all right. So Logan, he didn't just get married. He is a businessman. He is also in the DJ community, running a multi-op out of Missouri, Michigan, Michigan, fucking whatever, dude. No one knows either of those places. Who cares? I only know I only know of the name of the the state. That's all. I literally don't know. Wait, Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo. I'm in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I can remember Kalamazoo more than I can remember Michigan because it's so So like. Actually, fun fact: Have you guys watched Wednesday on Netflix? No, not yet. But I've been meaning to. You should. So there's an episode. Uncle Fester actually mentions a job that he did in Kalamazoo. So. Fun fact. You were like so proud when you heard that. You're like, Kalamazoo! I actually remember you posting that. You posted some shit about that. I did. Oh. Yeah, he said he said it twice. I was like, oh, oh, Kalamazoo. (laughs) Um so tell us about your business. How how did you get into DJing first? Yeah. So it all started a long time ago. Yes. Long, long time ago. So actually, your what mom happened and your was, dad. Uh, yeah, my mom and my dad, they bumped. They were, they were <laughs> the bumping. The birds and the bees. Grinding, right. Bumping and grinding. <laughs> to uh, another DJ song. And then I yeah. popped up. Specifically. Uh, yeah, probably, uh, shit, it was probably ACD. Discovery like Channel. <laughs> yeah. So um, I've always been into music. So I was like the car stereo guy. I actually, I got kicked out of school in middle school uh, when CD burners first came out. I... I was burning CDs for people and selling them out of my locker. Had like the fancy jewel cases. I'd write all the tracks on the on the on the front of the CD, selling them for five bucks out of my locker, like illegal as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was doing that, and then graduated high school, whatever. I was I was always into car stereos, music, that type of stuff. A buddy of mine actually wanted to get into DJing. Uh, a friend of his was buying a bar, so uh, he. Uh, he was like, "Hey man, like I could use some help, like researching equipment. Like I was kind of the computer savvy, you know, person. So we start researching equipment. One thing leads to another. He starts buying DJ equipment, starts DJing at this bar. So then I start buying DJ equipment. Next thing you know, I've got a setup in my mom's basement. He's DJing at this bar. We're kind of tag teaming it on the weekends, kind of thing. Um, very self-taught. Uh, I mean, back then, like." DJ Angelo had some like crazy scratch videos and stuff like that on, on YouTube, but there really wasn't much content as far as the basics go. How did you, know? you what material did you end up using to be forums on Serato's website was huge. Like mm-hmm. watching, like reading the forums and like that type of stuff. I remember doing tons of that, like digging through that stuff. Um, and then like DMC videos, like watching the recaps that's, on a, those. that's complicated shit to teach you how to DJ to begin yeah. with. Yeah, but that's all there really was. I mean, there wasn't like there wasn't the bars, the ricks, mm-hmm. the me's, the how old are you? Woo pigs, the they're like the guys out there showing you how to do stuff, but they didn't exist, you know. How old so, are you? I was twenty. You were twenty at the time. How do you how old are you now? Thirty five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um that that all happened, and my buddy ended up getting a DJ gig at a different bar. So um, when he got that that gig at the other bar, he kind of passed me the bar that he, that we had started together. So I had I had one night a week there. I think it was, I think back then it was Fridays, but I ended up moved from Fridays 
to uh, Saturdays, which was like the headliner night, you know, mm-hmm. more busy night. So I moved from Fridays to Saturdays. I was doing Saturdays. Um, and then I picked up uh, another gig at like basically the only like true like nightclub um, in Kalamazoo for adults. We got a lot. We got a bunch of college bars. But at that time, it was like the only like nightclub for adults. So I started doing that on Fridays. I did that for about a year and a half. Um, and then I slowly kind of got into weddings and realized that weddings just pay way, way, way more than, uh, right. bar gigs do. Of course. Especially bar gigs in my area. I mean, I was making at that point 200 bucks a night, you know, yeah, for an average bar gig here is 10 or, 150, yeah, honestly. 10 or 11 to two for 200 bucks is yep. basically what I was, what I was making. That's pretty here too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I just transitioned that into weddings, uh, and then the first wedding that I ever did was for a buddy of mine. He kept asking me, and I was just telling him, no, not, not a chance. I'm not DJing a wedding. It's not going to happen. I think I was like 22 at that point. Uh, about three weeks out from his wedding, he tells me he still doesn't have a wedding DJ, so I kind of, at that point, mm-hmm. at that point, I was like, bro, all right, whatever. I guess I'll do it. So I did it. I actually had a lot of fun, and then from there, like word of mouth, I probably did 10 to 15 weddings a year for a solid eight nine years yeah and then i'd say like the last like five to seven years ish um have been grinding like where i started yeah i started to put a little more effort into it so first it was pushing myself and my own brand so i got up to the point where i was doing like 20 25 weddings um and then in 2018 i started lux entertainment and that was when i started bringing on people mm-hmm. so once i started bringing on other guys that's where it really kind of scaled um like this year we did 106 weddings uh, next year we got 60 i just booked another one so we have 70 mm-hmm. so we got 70 70 already for next year and this bo- um, the year hasn't even started yet i mean you'll yeah. do I, I like to say you do 60 percent of your entire year's booking it's in january and february mm-hmm. due to oh, I would the holidays agree. i would agree so i'm gonna run out of i'm gonna run out of people yeah i'm gonna run out of capacity that's a good problem year. you're raising prices i'm sure i don't even need to ask but i'm sure you are um so you're on the up and up that's yeah fucking killer yeah we're up to so we're doing it's 20 2200 for uh reception only 2500 for ceremony and reception that's super area based though you know you know you could say i'm premium pricing um versus i can think of there's one other dj company in our area that is charging more than we are that's a good place to be at you know, well like, then, you need to beat them. Come on, just charge more. Like, um, I, I just actually, Rick, I just found out two days ago that he raised his prices because we were basically the same, um, and he raised his prices to like, and he's not much higher. I think he's like twenty, twenty eight, twenty five, and twenty eight. We're twenty two and twenty five. He's like twenty five and twenty eight. So it's it's basically the same. Um, but he also only it. has like two other. He he only has two other guys, and they all come out with DJ furniture and looking good and all that type of stuff my guys a couple of them could definitely use a little um a little kick in the ass as far <laughs> yeah. as yeah as far as aesthetic uh-huh. goes you know um it becomes a there becomes a point where you just no longer feel comfortable sending somebody out for twenty five hundred dollars yeah when, when they only have like a fold-out amazon table and a fucking facade yeah yeah and speakers from 24 2004 but you know, marked um, up, yeah. <laughs> Got the Mackie SRMs or the yeah, the anyway, original yeah. Mackies. <laughs> yeah, the SRM 450s. Those yeah, are the, bulletproof. The, the great, the say. gray ones. Literally, you could destroy, it, like, blare the shit out of them. They won't break. It's no, fucking I have four of them still. I have the V2s. Four of the V2s. They're great. Um, 
but yeah, so I'm actually leaning towards changing our pricing structure up a little bit. We're going to do more of like a tiered pricing structure. So uh, like tier one would be like the like highest tier. So like myself and a couple of the other guys would be like on that level. So basically the, basically the ones that are doing the most events, the ones that are getting the most reviews, mm-hmm. the ones that setups look the best, they're doing the best job, that type yep. of stuff. The ones that are putting the most effort, you know, if you're putting yep. in, if you want to work on the higher level, put in more effort. Oh, yeah. it's not there no. Lights are dying. Yeah, it, it, fucking... the whole house is smart home. Rick, We've talked about this before. The Rick whole house is smart home, and, and there, there's automatic scenes that turn the lights on throughout the house and turn them off at night. It used to be right at ten, but I adjusted it. So, um, Alexa, studio on. Clive's in the chat. Oh, Clive's in there. Yeah. Yes. I haven't seen Clive. St- in a Me and Clive used to fucking hate each other. Well, Clive used to hate me. I was indifferent towards him. Honestly, I didn't just like whatever. But and now we're like super good friends. <laughs> I don't. You it's guys, funny let's how just that works. let's just go. If you guys didn't get off on the right foot, we didn't. We he uh we both misconstrued each other's <laughs> shtick. It does not matter really. I honestly don't. It doesn't matter. Clive and I were on it. We were on a Zoom call together yesterday. Clive's talking homie. about talking about SMPL. Oh, really? Simple. Oh. Well, I'll, I'm, I'm down to revisit that conversation if you'd like, but uh, I'd like to finish yeah. what you were talking about first. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got some, yeah, some simple things that need to happen. But on a, on a side note, um, still full time with full time job outside of this. Yes, um, that's uh, man. I'll tell you what bags under my eyes. I dude. Oh yeah. Like it's a scary step. And I used to say this to Rick before he made the jump. And this is recent for Rick. Uh, You'll make the decision one day and it'll be scary for four months. And then all of a sudden, yeah, two weeks. I mean, exactly. That's my point. Two weeks. That's my point. I, and I used to say half a year, but it immediately because of the time extra you have in your hands to invest in your DJ business, it accumulates the income immediately. And luckily for Rick, it's two weeks. It could be six months, but even six months is so worth it. No, I was just saying in terms of like having a life again. Oh, well, whatever. (laughs) Well, I'm just talking about replacing the income. You and I have talked Rick. Like we, I mean, as far as that, that's that income, like it's It's, a very, a lot. I'm, I'm right there with you, and I didn't make the jump until I had a lot of financial things in place, like the yeah. house was set, everything was done, the big yeah. purchases were over, vehicles brand new, and yeah. everything yeah, was kind of so. set in terms of money wise. I got enough money to survive two years if I need I, to. I, and- I was, I was thankful. Thankfully, we did have some help from family with the wedding and stuff, but it still cost us. I mean, thousands. That's how it is thousands. for us. That's how it is for yeah. me. And double, I'm not. It was down. still double digit thousands. I mm-hmm. mean, of but what? But we did pay for it all out of pocket, so that didn't hurt anything. But what that did hurt was my savings. Yeah. Right. So my savings is literally gone. Like it's mm-hmm. completely depleted. Yeah. So I'm um, I'm at least gonna wait until. Actually, Jonathan Simmons told me this. He goes, "Have a year's worth of bills minimum. Like have enough money in the bank yep. to pay." Every bill that you have, so you could, you could literally not work a day for a year and pay for everything. Still, mm-hmm. when you, when you have that in the bank, take the leap. Yeah, 
Because yeah. when he left UPS, he said that's what that's what he did. He's like, yeah. I wanted to make sure I had a year's worth in the bank, and he's an, he's another success story. Look at him. I was gonna he's say John Simmons it. is someone to listen to. That's for Dude, fucking sure. Rushing it. I mean, yep. he went from weddings and some private events to to now he's doing big. I, know. I mean, Nate Nate and LaForce are like bringing him down in a semi truck. They're renting all their their big rig stuff from him, which is crazy. Like, yeah. You mm-hmm. know? On top of he's just like the ultimate homie. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, like and also, dude in the world. on top of that, he does have literally a bunch of DJs still doing a crap load of weddings every single weekend. Mm-hmm. It's not like he abandoned, he just kind of like added a secondary business to the whole entire company mm-hmm. and put a lot of people in positions to run it, which is, yeah, that's how you grow. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely, it, I mean, it's going to happen. Um, you know, and part of it too, like, not a lot of people can say this, but I genuinely love my day job. Like it's, I sell food to restaurants if anybody's wondering. So my day job, I sell food to restaurants. So it's, it's sales, it's outside sales. Mm-hmm. I'm in and out of kitchens every day, talking to restaurant owners, chefs. I, I'm eating well, food, if you drinking like it, craft beer. Like it's, if you it's, like it, it's, it's a lot I don't like even DJing. see the point of leaving. Cause like, right. if you look at like, I, you know, I do the automation, mm-hmm. uh, as a, as another full-time, I guess, job. But that's not a DJ company. You know what I mean? Yes, it's like in the world, but that just is luck of the draw. Um, I'm not, I don't plan on leaving that because I get off on it. You know what I mean? I love doing it. So it's the same shit, whether, whether it's in the, comp- what, in the industry or not, it doesn't matter. So maybe don't. You know what I mean? Like right. if, if you can handle both. If you can well, handle both from a time perspective, that's, that's the biggest thing. If, if you feel at the job that you're wasting your time doing it compared to what you could be doing with your time in your other business aspects or starting other business ventures, then it's probably time to leave. But like, if you enjoy your time that you're spending doing it and you don't feel like you're wasting your time, because like in engineering, I felt like I was wasting my time at my last job. I literally sat there, there and all I could think, yeah, I literally felt like all I was there for a paycheck and all I could think about was my actual business. I really didn't give a shit about the engineering I was doing. I I enjoyed it. I was good at it. I just didn't give a shit about it. Yeah. So mine's a little bit different because it's outside sales. You know, I've I've developed. Re- Granted, you know, I, it's still sales. It sucks. But you know, I have. I love sales. I, Everyone loves sales. Come <laughs> what on. are you I've, talking about? You know, Hold I've, on. I've developed relationships with a lot of my a lot of my chefs and you know restaurant owners and that type of stuff and. You know, when you when you do that, like, you know, it's like you get hookups like like a restaurant in town that I sell to that does not do reservations. We got a reservation for six this Friday. They don't do reservations, though. I got a reservation, you know, so this like those little perks are, yeah. are super nice. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, yeah, show up and hey, they feed me lunch or whatever. We go to dinner and they bring us a bottle of wine or, you know, that type of stuff like mm-hmm. happens all the time. The biggest job I literally ever held for myself away from something I started myself was I was like a host at a barbecue restaurant. Like I literally am just incapable of following direction for some reason. It's as soon as you give me direction, I'm like, yeah, we'll see about that. And like that has played out through my entire life. Um, I'm, I'm good at it. If I'm the one calling the shots beyond that, I don't, I, yeah, if they give, if they give you a task without direction and it, your goal is to do this, figure out how to do it. I don't know. I, or at least I, I don't know, whatever. Maybe maybe no. I'm just <laughs> past next subject. But anyways, <laughs> so you and Clife were on a uh a simple Zoom call about SMPL. Simple. Oh. Simple. 
Yeah. So, What's the deal with uh, so, removing the eye? The not just the eye, but that's like a thing now. It's like uh, all the EDM DJs I see are like underground DJ. Like there's no like fucking use or eyes or whatever. Uh, it's you know shit. what I'm talking about? It's like literally, removing the fucking literally for the exact reason of you bringing up this conversation. <laughs> it makes people talk about it. Whatever, whatever. Anyway, so it simple. makes you remember it. What were you guys the talking IEO about? Use. Yeah, no, we were talking about simple. So he's on uh, Tab A or Tab or whatever the hell you call it. So yeah. there's like there's Honeybook that you know like Rick uses Honeybook. I was on Dubsadu for three years. Do I? Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. But. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Honeybook's a piece of yes, we fucking garbage bullshit. For, For all my listeners yeah. out there, just so you so know, here, here's, so here's don't click Rick's affiliate link. That's not a direct. <laughs> here's my here's. Uh, you you buy me a good cup of coffee. Honeybook. <laughs> you got a white Maybe claw. you figured Honeybook out, but for me, I was on Dubsadu and I could not. I, once I became a multi-app, it was great as a as a single app. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. It, the automation was great. Every, everything about it was the, the 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 proposal process, like all that shit was amazing. Mm-hmm. I loved it. But when I became a multi-op and I'm renting out three photo booths a weekend and I've got five DJs going out and I've got three sets of uplighting and like all these other things happening, I started double booking things and screwing stuff up and just We've making myself a fool. Mm-hmm. So that was when I decided I'm going to start looking into something different. And I'm not even kidding. Like it might have been like that direct week. Um, Brian was on, I think it was a vault, a vault podcast or mm-hmm. not podcast, but a, you know, whatever. Just like thing. weekday thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, Brian was on there talking about simple and I'm like, it's kind of interesting. Um, and I'm not about like taking the path that everybody else takes. Right. I want to do something different. So n- trying that out over DJ EP like that was that was the main reason, you know, just because I didn't just I just want to try something different. I'd heard so many complaints about DJAP and how it's dated and yada yada yada. I'd never used it. I honestly never even seen it. Mm-hmm. First time I ever saw it was when Eric showed me like three weeks ago. First mm-hmm. time I'd ever seen like the inner workings of DJAP. Mm-hmm. So um, I ended up signing up for Simple, transitioned over. So for, since since March, I I got I've been on it since March. But I just so my Dubsado membership ends. Uh, I buy it by the year, so it it's up, you know, December thirty first. So I was on both this whole season, which kind of sucked. Um, but basically, just mm-hmm. any client that I had already had back from March, any client that I already had on Dubsado, I was on Dubsado with, and then anything new that came in, I was using Simple. But just the the amount of change, it's like Simple doesn't look anything like it did in March, which is crazy to me. So I think it's. Uh, it's just awesome. That's just that's just proof of how how quickly they are to to change and upgrade and adapt and like they're literally taking everybody's um, input. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter who you are. Like, if you want something changed, like they'll customize your specific account just you know just for you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I have I have Eric's automation, so I'm using that. And you know, there's been little things that I've wanted changed about that. So you know, Andrew's helped with the coding and like made it customized to me and all that type of stuff so it's been uh it's been a game changer like i hate using that term game changer because i feel like it's tossed around way too much mm-hmm. but for me it really it really has been so especially as a multi-app i love the fact that i can't double book people for events <laughs> you know like right. that's like that's the biggest thing like if they're already booked i can't i can't click their name twice it doesn't let me so it's like right. it's foolproof uh, same thing with photo booths and uplighting and, you know, all that type of stuff. So that's really been nice for me. And then, you know, I had some automation that I had done myself 
but it's definitely not to the level which Eric, you and I haven't talked about this again. Now that I've actually used it and yeah, it's been a couple of weeks it. at this and, point. So yeah, and I've I've actually had a time to dive into it and customize all your emails and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, I've done basically created made it made it my made it my own. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's what you should do. That's what I tell yeah. people to do. You no, know. you just leave them where they are with Dow Oaks and I get I get them close enough. You know, I mean, Eric's I get email them. Email signature still in there. You know, and it's just like. And if if this is too expensive, hit up Dow Oak Events instead. I just make sure that's at the bottom of every email. Flying yeah, people that's out, my trick. Flying people out of Colorado. That's my and trick. Shit. I just steal everyone's leads. I actually had a guy accuse me of that one time that had bought my automation. He's like, I just don't understand how you're expanding in my area. It's like, bitch. <laughs> like I'll expand into fucking everyone's area. Fuck you. <laughs> like, let me guess. He was I, in, I don't know who you are. <laughs> he's probably in Georgia. It doesn't matter. Back when, I, I back when you posted out, like but... the posted that like screenshot of you being the top search result when you typed in Georgia DJ or something yeah, like I that. I was number one for Atlanta George, DJ. Atlanta DJ. Atlanta wedding DJ. We don't even work in Atlanta. Anyways, okay, back to Logan. Yes. Simple. It's game changer. Um, no, like you said, uh, the reason I was down to work with them to begin with was because they were so down to listen. You know, it was like it could have been nothing it didn't even matter and they were like what do we need and i was mm-hmm. like shit all right well here's a huge list of shit you need and they truly made it happen like quickly also and i was like oh okay and then we yeah. took it a step further and a step further and then and they were like will you build your program on here and i was like you're gonna have to truly change this shit up and that's why when we hopped on that zoom you were like i don't even know what's going on because it's so different i was like well we dragged them into the what they need you know so yeah Hmm. yeah and i and i have a notepad over here of just every time every time i run into something that i don't like Mm -hmm. write it down and once i get a little bit of a list going i'll email brian and andrew be like here's these things that i don't like and in a week a lot of them are fixed because a lot of times it's it's a simple stuff that i i think what it is is it's like they're moving so quickly that little things get kind of yeah it's uh, little bugs and glitches yeah like little bugs yeah exactly exactly so little bugs like i'll click on like say i'll I'll click on something in like the columns um it'll have like everything like the the last one that i sent why i'm talking about this the last one that i sent to him was when i clicked on um uh, new leads right now it doesn't have a column for when the lead came in. It has a column for the event date, but it doesn't have a column for when right. the lead Inquiry came in. Date. I like to, right. I'd like to be able to sort it by when the lead came in so I can look at the oldest ones, see how how far they've made it through the automation, you know, see if they're op- what emails they're opening, what emails they're not. Just, you know, the, the analytic part. Just mm-hmm. want to you know look dive into it a little deeper. Yeah. That's how any process of any of them The are. thing is, it needs to be and it is uh, DJ Event Planner the same way because I'm obviously a proprietor or a pusher of DJ Event Planner. Uh, it needs to be customizable because everyone needs what they need. Uh, even though, yes, we're all running a very similar company. We all sell DJs. We all sell photo booths. We all sell uplights. We all do a monogram here and there. It's the same fucking shit. You give your spin on it. I don't care what you say. It's the same fucking shit. However how we run that shit it's just different you know what i mean like i honestly uh i couldn't care less when the lead came in because i have it so automated over here and we're funding so many so many leads like uh i I was at the dj collective and i was in a private 
the the single chat. Rick was in my fireside chat. chat. The fireside chat. Um, there were five people in it, and the the person was a marketing specialist, right? And they were like, "How many leads do you get every day?" Right? Some dudes couldn't even answer that. Right? They literally just like one. Two, yeah, they were like one or two or something like that. And five. they were like, "Well, you should be averaging this many." Blah blah blah. We get between thirty and forty leads every single day. You know, it's it's a, just a different scenario you know and we're not expecting to book but maybe five percent of that not even five percent five percent would be astronomical honestly but you get my point uh so i don't care when the lead came in it's just so automated however you have plenty of fucking dudes like you that do care because you're gonna tailor what you say more often and whatever whatever your methods are to those leads who came in more recently and et cetera. So basically, the differences come down to what's type. customizable. What that's my point is well, yeah, what they is need customizable. to be customizable. You the the whole software ev- everything needs to be editable and that's a lot of people's gripes actually with dj event planner is it's so editable that they're like i don't know what to fucking do and it's like well you're talking about computer software here and you're you're you got the thing that you can literally do anything with of course you don't know how to do it because you're a fucking idiot like no offense but like you didn't you didn't take the class it's a college you need to go through a college course to learn this fucker but you're talking about your entire livelihood here it's worth it, you know. So that's that's kind of my gripe with people who have gripes about that. Well, and, th- and those people that have gripes really just need to fork over the money to pay someone to do it for them. A hundred percent. But because they're like, they it shouldn't, it shouldn't cost this much money, and it shouldn't. It's like y- you got two routes here. The uh, suffer the, and the, suffer the, through the, the pain do it of- myself route is clearly not working. So just ignore that one. You know, it's like you can either figure it the fuck out or pay someone. or pay someone. And luckily, and y'all even name drop perfect portals, right? Who is my super huge competitor, right? We're neck. Yeah. I mean, we used to be like at each other's throats. It was actually me at their throat. They Oh, just automation company. Out. Got yes, it. Got automation it. Okay. For I was DJ very confused planner for a second. Companies. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a DJ company? DJs last year. It's yes. The one year anniversary is coming up. <laughs> um, so uh, I used to be at their throat. Now we're kind of homies or we're not like super homies, but whatever it is, what it is. Um. They and me were were the only options, you know what I mean, for this like automation service. Um, and if you're not willing to spend seven hundred bucks for something to literally turn your company into a computer, you don't deserve to succeed it, it, because someone else in your area is is willing, and they're going to have that advantage. That's it. On a That's side end of rant. On a side <laughs> note, on this CRM sort of topic. Do you guys find it fascinating that in the wedding industry, the DJs normally have the most sophisticated CRM softwares of any other vendor? Uh, I've The only reason I think that is is because other vendors are solo ops. Coordinators, photographers, photographers. videographers, etc., and they're doing less. They're, a lot of those are doing. They're doing far less. Way less than we are. They're charging more. They're making more per event, and they're doing way less events. So, that's what kind of how I feel. I, yeah. Maybe Dude, that's who what is CRS is. and why do they? want I know. To I just I just saw that. I was what like, what, "Hi, Rick. What day are you on? I'm sorry. Is it spam? 
Are we getting spammed right Rick, now? Rick, what day are you on? He's sorry. I don't see what's the... I can't get back to the live chat. Oh, Damn it. he's new. I'm new. He's not spam. He maybe, he's, maybe he's real. Yeah, but what are you talking about? What day are you on for the DJ podcast? Tuesdays. Oh, Tuesdays. We, we, yeah, we do every other Tuesday in a perfect world. Um, Life yeah. happens, though. We will be on next Tuesday. Um, I confirm Cooper Brown will be on with us next okay. Tuesday. Oh, so. Cooper. Cooper's right. going to be Cooper. What, what Cooper. topic did we choose? He, he didn't choose one. Oh, we'll choose <laughs> one. He came out. Uh, so Cooper. Cooper's a, <laughs> Love uh, Cooper. a bro to the max, by the way, before I talk a little shit. But Cooper, uh, he was like, oh, you know, I'd love to hop on your podcast. Here's a list of topics I thought would that be I'm great. Really, I'm ready prepared for yeah, to and talk I was, about any of these. There were like 30 on there. And I was literally like, wow, that was like 100 million times more than anyone else I've ever talked to. Like, I, literally, I literally just tapped on the show. I'm like. You realize, like, every podcast we do is, like, shooting the shit. Like, yeah, we have no like subject, white call no infested, like, just chilling. It's fine. That's uh, recent. That is recent. That is recent. It's Mostly better. dragged on by him. Chill so. out, dude. Well, I mean, this dude finally says, hey, I'm drinking now. And I'm like, all right, we're cheers to about, that. We're Let's talking about this. Logan right now, though. What? I'm just kidding. Anyways. Oh. Um, Logan's been drinking since he was a little baby in little shoes. <laughs> The reason that I started Sober January is because I realized that I had never gone more than four or five days without alcohol since I was 18 years old. Mm. You know, actually, when I met you... So does that mean just January, you stay sober all January? Yeah. Okay. When I met you, you were... uh, that guy. You know what I mean? Like, uh, the DJ collected the very first one. uh, I remember the very first day, it was like... Uh, I don't even know how to say that in a mean way or a polite way, really. You were just like super fucking fucked shit drunk. Um, he like, was yeah, he was a party fucking, goer. Yeah, party like pa- goer. passed out like a dude like smushing your cheek on like Instagram <laughs> videos, reels or whatever, laughing about it type shit. Um, He's that homie you want in your group. I think you're confusing me because I, de- I definitely didn't pass out in public. Oh no 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 no! no like no, not in, in public. Said, that's in your why room. I said Instagram in your videos room. Absolutely, of, like, people oh. poking you. That was that was probably Mike. Yeah, it, I think it was no, Kevin. No, Mike wasn't there. I think it was Kevin. Who would have been Kevin? Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah. Okay. There's another one we need to get on the podcast. Hi, Kevin. Yeah. Oh well, he well we both had podcasts, so we need to like infuse both our podcasts for an episode. Uh, whoever just asked. The all those leads are completely from Wedding Wire, the Knot, and Google, organic and paid Google. How's that working out? You into it yet? Yeah, yeah. Um, we've gotten lead click down to I think it's like I I actually can't remember. I was about to say a number and just lie. I can't remember. So um, I didn't know how long we were gonna be on tonight, so I packed a cooler. Oh, we're Ooh. almost done. We're, we're like wrapping done. up. I honestly have to pee so bad. So it's ridiculous. Just in general, Logan, we're coming to the end of the year. Uh, what's your aspirations and goals for the business for next year? What are you trying to do full time? Or is that is that not? In- honestly, you don't sound like you're. Even, that's your goal, which is totally cool. Like obviously, uh, Shh, let the man talk. I'm just saying, he like can, that. He can make, that might not be his. You goal. don't have to make assumptions for him. He you can, fucking he can speak. said He's, what you fucking said. So He's got a mouth. He can talk. So Logan, what's your goals? <laughs> I don't know. So we're actually in the um, 
debating process right now. So, so my new wife is actually, um, she's taking a big career jump Mm -hmm. leap and starting her own property management company. Nice. So third party property management, we're going to be managing like 300 and some doors here in Kalamazoo. So kind of a big deal uh, for her. So that's going to be a big leap. And we're actually looking at renting an office space together because I want to keep growing. And as of right now, um, the garage is too full. I mean, mm. with you, like, it's, it's, there's too much stuff out there. So in order for me to grow any larger, cause I want to get into the, I want, I want to take the, uh, the leap into some bigger, bigger corporate stuff. Like I've had leads for it, but I just haven't been able to, it's, it's so, it's so discouraging to get leads for corporate events. And then like their, their requirements or what they need are, is above, above me. Right. You know? Uh, I can't, I, I, I can't do that. You know? I've been there. Video. Yeah, we're talking video walls and wanting to do yeah, like the they whole fr- they throw that and you're like I can do fifty percent of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know I, I would, I'd like to to scale and be able to do more of that. So the office space will be nice. So it's it's, it's a three thousand square foot building, um, fifteen hundred square foot is warehouse space and fifteen hundred is office space. There's four Damn. offices, a conference room, a break room slash kitchen kind of area, and then fifteen hundred square foot of uh, of warehouse. So we'd share the warehouse. I'd get one of the offices, and the warehouse space would be split between her uh, maintenance people and me with the DJ stuff. So, um, if that happens, I mean we're I mean we're pretty pretty set on doing it. So, um, if if we end up signing papers on that, that would probably be one of the things that would uh, are you push me over the edge? Are you buying or leasing that? leasing so it's a three-year lease if you don't mind uh, me asking what's the cost per square foot on that um where it's it starts at 2500 uh a month and yep. at three years it's three thousand bear back and so, yes yeah, so it's how many 50 50 it's thousand? three it's three thousand it's three thousand square feet three thousand yeah it's damn that's actually really fucking cheap yeah, it's three thousand total. It's four. It's four offices, a conf- conference room, a receptionist area. That's less than a, a dollar per square foot. Damn, dude, bro, I can't. I've been looking in our area for um, warehouse space because uh, we we have literally like, I think twenty thousand feet of fucking Christmas lights out in the world, plus a shitload of reefs. So I need storage space because yeah. literally I can't fit in my garage. Once once Christmas is over, um, we're gonna continue our conversation from the collective. I don't remember what it was, but okay. It's just about Christmas lights. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but I need to find storage space, and I was like, well, what if I just got a, a facility to store the the Christmas light shit and run the DJ company, and it's, like, outrageous. They want literally, like, all the spaces. The cheapest I can find is, like, $10 per square foot. Wow, that's crazy. So it's, yeah, so we, should, so we should probably jump on this then. <laughs> Yeah, so. I, well, I mean, that just might be market. I live in a very expanding big city. Like, we have a million people here, and it's growing at an astronomical rate. And um, my um, my fiance's dad works in commercial real estate, and he said, good luck. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, we're, it's our, not I possible. Mean, Kalamazoo is 77,000 people. You know, the the metro area is more than that, obviously. But 
like Kalamazoo proper is 77,000 people. But uh, 40 minutes north of us is Grand Rapids, which is where we do a lot of our events. And that's like, oh, no, you're one or, one or two million. No, you're right on $10 a foot. Sorry, it's $10 a foot is the yearly figure. Gotcha. Okay. I just, I just blanked on that. That's a yearly figure, not a monthly figure. Um, so you're right on at $10 a square foot, but I can go get a storage unit for fucking like at two bucks per square foot. Right. And if I don't need to run an office, I just need a store shit and I'm just going to do that route because it's way cheaper. But yeah, yeah that's for cool us shit. being able to, for us being able to double dip would be nice because she, she needs an office space. She, yeah. She has employees and, you know, uh, leasing agent and a maintenance guy that needs a spot to, you know, do his maintenance stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. So you're gonna try and onboard any more new DJs next year? What's the you got an event total in mind you're trying to get the company to next year? Or? He said he's gonna I run mean, out of dudes. I bet that's a never ending process. It is. Two two hundred is the goal. Uh-huh. But this year I did forty nine with a full time job. Forty nine props to you, man. Fuck that. Two <laughs> props <laughs> to you. That's fucking absurd. The most I ever did was forty one in 21 that's still just and i literally was on the edge of tears i I didn't like i i didn't like djing um no i didn't november 19th so actually the weekend before the collective or actually the weekend after the collective was my last wedding um had i not gone to the collective and got that like morale boost the 19th would have been way worse Mm -hmm. it it was already it was it was like it was an okay wedding it was you know not not a great one but I was so burnt out, like just mm-hmm. unbelievably burnt out. Uh, I did, a, I did a streak. I did, um, what did I do? Nineteen, nineteen, uh, yeah, nineteen weddings in nine weeks. Yeah, because one was a triple, so I had they were all doubles, one triple, um, in in nine weeks. That that's what murdered me. So it was Friday, Saturday, and one of them was a Friday, Saturday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, and that was what I was doing good until I hit that little stretch. And that nine week stretch was just those double yeah. triple headers will literally just end your fucking morale for the whole season. I did sixty five without another job, and that was <laughs> enough to want to make me kill myself, like in yeah. a joking way. But like Bar is out here doing what one hundred and ten or something. Uh, His just, goal yeah. was to hit two hundred. He wanted for himself. To, no, for, he, he w- said he was trying to cut. Well, back. now, but like when he had that, like he was doing a hundred plus, and he was like, "I'm trying to hit two. I want to get the two hundred. And it's I was a, like, "That's a New Jersey thing." Insane. Like Greg, Greg just said in the comments. 41 i i did 100 plus events you're in new jersey you don't count you're not a human you don't i don't they know live off of red i don't know what your deal is like, I, I don't know swear. what your deal is it's just different in new jersey also, the air is different up there yeah in new jersey are, they're, they're a total of five hours you can do three in a day so well it just oh, the water up there has something in it you guys are just a different <laughs> breed i could i honestly have no idea what's going on no, with I think y'all. I, I, i'm pretty sure greg has a full-time job too still, he does he? yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, me and Greg are partners. Um, yeah. He's my New Jersey yeah. guy. Yeah, we've um, chatted. We've chatted before. I, kn- I knew he still he still worked full time too. Mm-hmm. So for you to do a hundred, bro, it's, it's killer. It's fucking killer. I'm that gonna need to get this guy yeah. a bigger trash can over here, man. That thing's Maybe overflowing. Empty, empty your fucking <laughs> trash can, Rick. <laughs> You're the only one that uses it. <laughs> <laughs> you, that, well, I mean, the last podcast I was on, I peed in. So, uh, oh, nice, nice. I peed in the trash can. Yeah, that was the. Oh, uh, nice. The old. That's, uh, what yeah, what podcast old. was that? That was the Drew you know, uh, Radio Shorty and 
High Kevin podcast. Oh yeah, Drew and Fuse. I met. Uh, who is not Drew? What's his name? Fuse. Fuse. Oh, yeah, Fuse. but Fuse. what's his name? Uh, oh. Fuck if I know. Oh, Fuse, uh, whatever. So we were at DJ Collective. <laughs> By the way, DJ Collective stepped at the fuck up this year. That was pretty yeah, cool. It was very but, impressive. Um, I forgot. You were at 2019? Yeah. yeah. I totally forgot that. This is my fourth. Uh, next year will be my fourth year. This is my third year. Okay. Um, oh, no, I knew. I know. No, I, I'm, I'm bullshit. I, I totally no, no, no. You yeah. I no, no, no. You we, just missed we last year. We met there, I'm pretty yeah, sure. you missed last year, right? Uh, No, no. I was in Arizona. Um, I was in Arizona. Yeah, you were in Arizona. I remember you went. I gotta stop drinking so much. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so I met Fuse, and I was like, I, I didn't know who he was. I've never listened to their podcast. I know that their podcast is very popular, but I just whatever. Um, and I was like, Hey, I'm Eric. Drew was introducing me. I was like, What's your name? And he's like, I'm, I'm Fuse for the Drew and Fuse. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, you're that guy. I was like, I know exactly who you are. I just didn't know who you were. You know, I, I asked him, are you a DJ? You know, I didn't know what the fuck. But it's um, an interesting way to answer, though. For, he, for, he, I made that up. That was a lie. I, okay. I, I was just talking out of my ass. Uh, I can't remember exactly how the conversation. Okay, so went. it wasn't like I'm an sorry. arrogant like. No, you don't no, know no. Who I am no, not <laughs> okay. at all. That I that was completely. I was about to say that doesn't sound like Fuse. I didn't mean to say it like that. He's at a very all. humble guy. Yeah, no, he was cool. Uh, it was just funny because Drew was introducing me. I feel like I should have known because he was like, "This is whatever I, his name is." I low key want to run into that DJ that thinks that he's so popular that like he's just like, "You don't know who I am." There's a lot of those. <laughs> Let's. Look, there are a lot. I of mean, those. yes, there and are. We know their like, first nev- names and we hang I just out with them regularly. Be, you, were, you were in Nashville. That was that room was full. Of I know, but I want to be at one of those conversations where I'm sometimes like, "Hey, I'm, what's your name?" And they're like, "You don't know who I am." Sometimes <laughs> like, I want to be that in one of those. That's me. Sometimes, honestly, <laughs> I, I want to. I want to have someone actually say that to my face, like. You don't know who I am. I had a guy. I was telling Rick about this right before we hopped on. I bought a pair of EV speakers, right? They were like garbaged, just mark the fuck up. Uh, they, they were only 450 bucks for a pair of EV ZLX 12s. I was like, all right, right, let's. I'll take those. Um, and when I met up with him, Craigslist type Facebook shit, he was like, Eric Massingale. He's like, can I get a picture with you? He's like, you're the man in the DJ world. And I was like. Z. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Was that, was that recently? Fuck yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So that that same guy, I can't think of his name. I'm gonna. I'm. I feel bad. But he actually he came. I booked him. I made a post on Facebook about needing a, a black, DJ for a black, prom. Black guy. Yeah, he drove all the way up from Ohio to do a prom for me in Kalamazoo. And crushed it. He did a great job. Yeah, like, I mean, oh, yeah. What I don't I don't know the guy at all. It was just like fucking. Yeah. I was truly. Uh, my head, he my fe- head ex- exploded he felt like a little a bit. Hit. It did. I mean, who wouldn't? You know what I mean? I mean, that, it, it felt yeah, really that, good. That's how I felt. the The first, um, obviously, I've been to a lot of conferences now, but the first DJ conference I went to was Midwest DJs, and I honestly like. Um, I'm sure Rick's probably had this happen too, but I never would have expected that many people to know who I was. Don't you love I, that? Like. It, yeah. was, it was almost like it was making me. I was getting anxiety. It makes you want to like, go I don't to the know anybody. Like I'm trying to be cool. I'm like I don't know what to do. <laughs> right, so like, right. you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. It or, makes you want to go to the conferences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like me, me and Bard met up before we went, but we like went to one of the first DJ conferences together. I think it was the second. It was my first. 
But like all those people saying it, the first one was like that. It was so much fun though. Like the following ones, like I brought Jay Book up. Like he drove with me from Ohio, from North Carolina up to uh, Atlantic City for the conference, and it was just it was so funny to see that interaction from another set of eyes watching him like freak out over all these people like I, going crazy about him. And then even like when I brought Marcellus to the first DJ convention, like people were coming over and be like, yo, you're Marcellus. I see you in Rick's videos all the time. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> he was losing yeah, well, it too. Yeah, Atlantic City was the first time that, that I had met him. So Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. All right, let's wrap this cool. shit up. 10 o'clock. Yes, yes, Dad. That's it. <laughs> hey, hey, we got one hours for viewers, man. We'll do it a second. He's got time. a whole cooler here. Hey, we oh, brought yeah, Bar I was on. Ready to, like, we got Bar on twice. We'll get Logan on yeah. twice. We get we got a whole roster, the... honestly, at this point that we can bring on twice. Oh, dude, yeah. We uh, by the way, we fell off for a bit. It's a hundred percent Rick's fault, but yep, I'll take I'll like, take it the twenty percent blame because he did not ask me at all. Right, I didn't push it. I knew he was very busy with his Christmas light, whatever the hell he's doing. Look, um, he wanted to cry, but he's caught up now, so we're back to every other week. Um, I know it's holiday season, but Loki wanted to cry like twelve hour days of doing nothing but hanging Christmas lights, and you literally have to forget everything else that's in your other business is so hard to do. It makes you want to cry. Hanging my own Christmas lights made me feel that way. It was also so. a big financial cry too, because like, I mean, Brian, the startup cost is fucking outrageous. Brian's in the chat. You missed half the podcast. It was about you, my dog. No, he was he he commented earlier. He Did commented. He? He, yeah, he was uh, here earlier. Someone earlier. He said, "Well, actually, right after we got to talk about simple, he said, love these convos.' Hmm. So, mm-hmm. Brian, check your email. I emailed you, you dick." That's crazy. Well, I missed that, so I didn't know you were in here. So you know everything I said was organic. <laughs> it was, it was, hundred percent. Trying to get a sponsorship deal or something? No, like, no, I'm trying, no. I'm trying to see. Yo, you, I'm trying to get a sponsorship deal, man. I will say one thing about uh, my advice on CRMs. I do not have any affiliate links. There is no situation this CRM is paying me to tell you what I think. Therefore. My opinion is very trustworthy. You know, I'm not making a fucking dollar based on what I say. It's just what I think, you know. Um, so that's that goes a long way, I feel like. A lot of people have those affiliate links, which is fine. Um, but, you know, if you're Rachel Lynch yeah. selling EV speakers, maybe chill out, you know. Anyways, on that note, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in to the uh, DJ Life podcast uh, Logan, thank you so much for joining us this evening. And, yeah, and if, you, if you need a car- salsa booth, carrying I got one. a link. Oh God, <laughs> fucking! I got a link. But to if be fair, need, salsa booths are the best. They are. DMS. It's, if you need DMS, I got it. All right. I, right. I prefer right. a Max a booth just because it's half the price and all right. close enough. On that note, if you guys need any DJ Life uh, clothing, go to shopdjlife.com. <laughs> to help I'm gonna some- get, actually. I'm gonna as soon as I get off this call. Uh, since I've been drinking a little bit, I'm gonna go to Shop DJ Life and I'm gonna buy a shirt or seventeen. I think there's like a there's there's like four or five discount. Oh, if you use discount code Fresh, it'll give you some sort of fresh. percent off. I don't know what it is, fresh. but Fresh. We did that when we launched the new line, and no one's used all the codes. So there's there's codes available. If you use DJ code Fresh, I think it's like ten or twenty percent off or yeah. something. I don't know. Use code I Love Eric. I'll make that <clears throat> a code right now, and then it'll double the price of everything. <laughs> 
That's a code on Automate Your DJ UP. It's a forever and, code and, of and all. Only, and it will only I ship fat boy size yep, two yep. XXL. I use the discount. It's the same discount. The only discount I'll ever give. Um, it's always the same. But is that your Black I Friday love, one? I too? love Eric. Yeah, right. But I'll turn that one off. I love Eric. By the way, for all of my listeners, is always on. If you ever want to use that. <laughs> Any more shameless plugs here? <laughs> I mean, sign up for simple. Book a call. Book a call with Brian. Um, also, we should probably Rick. Should we shout out Vibo? We should probably shout out Vibo. Uh, Michael. Yeah, you know, sh- shout out Michael over at Vibo. I st- yeah. literally, I'm like way behind. I owe him like two videos. I just did. A, I just did one for him. And you know, if you guys are not using Vibo and you don't know what it is. Hit me or Rick up in the DMs. We'll let you know. But it's like basically an app that completely changes the uh, entire sales. Well, actually, what is it? Planning client, experience. Client, yeah, client planning, planning process. Client planning process. Don't for, don't throw around CRM terms when we're talking about. It's not Vibe. a CRM. I would never say that. It's not a CRM. I literally it told Mike. A- I told Michael. I said you need to make your catchphrase. We are not a CRM. <laughs> for- <laughs> Dude. That would be but the like, most. That would be legendary because people well, would be like, "Well, what not, is it?" It's yeah, not. But here, here, actually, though, but here, hear me out on this. Have you ever asked a couple about about the planning process and not had them like literally rant and rave about it? It's every review, every review, every, dude. It's not even asked it. in the review process. It's always part of the review. People talk about. Oh yeah, I don't, the even, I don't even process. ask for it. It's just like the app was so much fun. It was so cool. Like, God, yeah, so it's, it's definitely so much fun. I like Michael, so I can't even. I don't use Vibo, but yeah. I like. He's Michael, the nicest so guy on the earth. Shit. He's just like, like he, invi- he invites me to the things, and I'm like his. I guess competitor and uh, weird. Where I agree, I agree with that. But like, he, I he feel like he views me as a competitor, he but he's willing to invite me anyways. I had to, I had to like talk him off a ledge when he thought that crate hackers were his competitor, and I was like, no, they're not. They're they're a competitor on the prep side, but they do they do not have the core aspect well, of the planning experience that you have. And well, I got on a call with him. I got on a call with Michael, and I showed him how i utilize both so i export my so obviously vibo can do the whole um analyzing your tracks and all that stuff but it only analyzes the songs that you already have right so what i do is i export my vibo playlist to spotify then i create a spotify link take that link put that into crate hackers then use crate hackers to get any songs that i don't have so i have crate hackers linked to all the yeah, the uh, software or the like direct music yeah, and all that. All the record pools. Yeah. I have I have Crate Hackers linked to all the record pools. So then I can go through and download all the songs that I'm missing. Then I export that into Serato. So I literally use both. And so you just don't take the YouTube video and go to like YouTube MP3 Ripper and just call it quits. <laughs> Actually <laughs> I'm a fan of YouTube Ripper. So I'm gonna tell you a little secret. So I actually I had I had a I had a client a couple of months ago that built some software that trumps completely trumps any web-based ripper just saying i'm not i'm not, I'm not gonna say anything more than that i'm gonna need a but private message after he this. actually he actually he, he, it was it was wrote for linux and he rewrote it and made it uh usable or he basically made it so i could access it from a mac so he, I'm, like, I'm not he, saying we got a software like that in our company, but we have a software like that in our company. I'll, I'm uh, about to drop a software title in a second. I want to hear the rest of this, though. Keep going, Logan. 
That's it. That's it. So that was it. Basically, oh. he wasn't going to um, say what it was. <laughs> it's not. It's 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 just this dude, this groom that I had. That's a, a programmer wrote this. So he's like big into they're big they're big music people, and a lot of these tracks that he was listening to, like he couldn't. Uh, obviously, these these people are posting them on YouTube or wherever, and he can't access the MP3. So those rippers suck most of the time and mm-hmm. comes out corrupt or whatever. So he wrote his own, wrote his own program. I, uh, I bought a program. It's called note burner. Um, it'll rip us. You just paste the link to a Spotify playlist to rip it in order and whatever, uh, you know, kilobit Spotify rate and yeah. all that you want. Um, but it'll do YouTube too, you know, um, but you p- just paste the link, click the button and it'll export it three twenty exactly the title as you want it it's literally the most convenient goddamn thing in the world um save my ass in the last two and only two that i've done in the last like year because they were like thrown on me on the spot kind of thing um but anyways anyways all right anyways shameless 16 minutes later 16 minutes of sponsorship deals pitched out to all of you guys to go (laughs) investigate and learn more about um God, I love it. Um, anyways, Logan, uh, you're DJ Low Stacks on all sources, correct? Instagram, yes. Facebook, if YouTube. I don't, if I don't gain uh, at least fifteen, how do you YouTube spell that? Because I, this, I probably wouldn't spell that. I'm gonna correctly. send Rick an invoice. I'm gonna send Rick an invoice for my time, and I bill at two fifty an hour. So Low, low Stacks is L O S T A. Well, I'm not gonna. Right? I'm not gonna. Subscribers, if I don't get fifteen new ones out of this deal, yeah, what the getting fuck? a bill. You, you realize the the DJ Life podcast only has eight hundred seventy three to give you. So, I mean, um, I, well, I mean, if I am, if I'm only asking for fifteen out of eight hundred seventy three, that's not very many. Well, I mean, yeah, it's not many, but everyone we, we need subscribers because we're trying to get to a thousand, you know, so we can hit that monetization point, so we make that dollar per show, you know. Yeah, I get <laughs> literally you, I get one dollar. I'm just I'm just, te- I'm just teasing. I don't, I actually I, I've got to the point with YouTube where I'm not really in it for the subs. I'm just in it for the love, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, I have been very impressed. We've been averaging right around 15-plus people live, which is normally we're around 10. So you must be kind of popular for people to want to join on and stick on here. So uh, congratulations. Oh, we're, at six, we're at 16. Hot damn. Turn up. Yeah. Turn up, my dog. So this 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 uh, YouTube will do somewhere around 300, 400 views, and then – Normally about 2,000 listeners between Spotify and everything else will listen to your beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, if you if, they're, if they are listening at this point, you should go subscribe to him on YouTube so he gets his 15 subscribers yeah, yeah. so he can shut the book up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm going to be on the – if you're not listening to other podcasts, I will be on the Hot Cues podcast shortly as well. Um, trying does? to talk my way into the Drew and Fuse show, but, you know, they would rather have, like, cool people, like, actual, like, big-name DJs, not – uh, I should hit them up because I'm one of those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, dude, I bought uh, my garage is full of liquid death, and I bought it all like to support their their uh, their podcast, and they don't love me. Except mm-hmm. actually, the last episode I w- I was on there. Uh, did you guys? I saw that? that. I saw that. I saw you post it. I was dying laughing. Uh-uh. Uh, that was great. I have it no was, idea I'll, what you're uh, talking about. Did you make that or oh, wait? Uh, I, no, no, I, Did you I actually call recording. that in? Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Were you intoxicated or you do that sober? No, that was at, in Nashville. 
That was the night that that we did like the I still actually haven't gone through all the footage from from Nashville but uh yeah that was the same that was the same night that we did the little like intro with bar outside we did the group photo oh, it was yeah, that, yeah. that party that party you, you, I, I pony party I filmed zero anything at that whole entire thing Oh, Just, dude, this would be the second year that I filmed a ton and have yet. It's because it's like I don't have enough to put together a video. I just have a bunch of clips. If yeah. that makes sense. Like I didn't, I didn't vlog. I just filmed a lot of stuff. So I don't really know how to make a video out of that. Besides, maybe just like doing a voiceover kind of thing, where it's just like clips are playing and I'm just talking about what's just going do, on. Just do a big cut up sequence and literally just put in like SpongeBob things like the next day. Two hours the later, two hours just later. like a bunch of other, yeah. much much later. <laughs> Rick and I drink four hundred white claws in the lobby. Just, just fine, fucking shit. But anyways, um, yeah. Eric wants this over, so um, go follow Logan so he gets fifteen more subscribers. Go follow Eric. Automate your DJEP, uh, shop DJ Life, all that. Go follow all of our sponsors. Blah 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 blah. Thank you guys for joining in, watching, listening, wherever you're at on your sources. Be sure to comment, like, subscribe, and follow on whatever source you are on. And uh, we'll see you guys next Tuesday, literally next Tuesday. And then we're taking a Christmas break and a New Year's break. And we'll be back in two weeks after that um, for another podcast with another guest to be announced at that time. But anyways, see you guys on the next one. Thank you guys so much, and uh, peace out. See you guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.